0: Hey, This is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance in about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. If somehow I could just magically survey all of you listening right now and ask you what's one area of your finances that gives you nightmares, I'm sure many of you would say debt. Years ago, I had around $27,000 worth of credit card debt with both me and my wife bringing in a combined $45,000 between the two of us which is not a lot of money, especially in Southern California, where it costs, you know, $3 billion to buy a house. But that debt, I'm not going to lie to you, that debt haunted me every single day. Not an exaggeration. I'd be sitting there at my desk thinking, how am I going to pay off tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt when I wasn't really making that much money? I just wanted it gone as quickly as possible. And I'm sure many of you can relate to that feeling. So this is why the question I'm about to ask you may sound a little bit strange. But I want to know, have you ever just stopped to ask yourself, am I paying down my debt too fast? And yes, I know that question sounds extremely crazy coming from me because who wants to pay a single cent more in interest than you absolutely have to, right? Like I'm not trying to just give away money, but if aggressively paying down your debt is causing you to ignore other areas of your financial life, then that might be a reason you need to pause and then think about your strategy. A little while ago, I read this article written by Elizabeth Gravier. And Elizabeth, if I'm pronouncing your last name wrong, I (laughs) I really apologize. Elizabeth wrote this really great piece for CNBC called, Are You Putting Too Much Money Towards Your Debt? Watch out for these four red flags. And I wanted to talk to you about a few of those red flags. But before I get into this list, let me begin by saying this first. There are two groups of people that I want to exclude from this, okay? First, if you're out there working extremely hard, and just barely being able to make ends meet. None of this applies to you, okay? You don't need me on here shaming you for doing the best that you can right now. We all see how high rent and groceries are, so if you're in this group, know I'm rooting for you, but just don't even worry about this list, okay? Just ignore what I'm about to say, or save it for later. The second group of people are those who are struggling to handle your debt payments, right? Not because you don't have enough money, but because maybe, Maybe you might be having a little bit too much fun. Again, no shame here because I've also found myself in this situation, but spending more than we know we should is not an excuse to pay less towards our debt. Okay, that's my disclaimer. I wanted to get that out of the way. Let's jump into red flag number one, which is you're short on cash at the end of the month. If the amount of money that you're sending towards your debt payments each month is so high that you find yourself with just no money in your bank account and there's still a couple of weeks left in the month you might be overdoing things. We all want to be debt free. Being debt free is great. Nobody wants to have that type of liability hanging over their head. But sometimes we can be too aggressive when we jump into this because we just want to we want it to be over as fast as possible, right? Like I'm like I don't want to look at this statement another day longer than I have to. If you're going so hard at paying down your debt that you're running out of money before you even get through the end of the month and then you have to pull your credit card back out again, you're just treading water. You probably aren't making much progress at all. And I know this can happen because I've done this. I've had several months in a row where I've seen my credit card balances actually go up, even though I was making really big credit card payments at the beginning of the month because I just ran out of money and had no choice but to pull out the card to buy some groceries and gas. So you don't want to do this to yourself. You want to give yourself space and room to Yes, make this journey a little bit longer, but make it more sustainable and you don't end up just in this horrible cycle of having your balance just go back up from where it was. Red flag number two, you don't have an emergency fund. Once again, I 100% did this and it was not a good idea because every emergency that happens becomes a setback. When you're in this situation, I don't know why, but it feels like emergencies just keep happening. Like, I don't know where I get a random medical bill that I didn't realize that I had waiting out there for me or all of a sudden something breaks and I need to fix it. It just felt like emergencies were just attracted to me. They just kept showing up and taking money out of my bank account. But really, they weren't taking money out of my bank account. They were just taking up space on my credit card because I kept having to pull it out to cover it because I didn't have an emergency fund in place at all. I was focused on paying down debt. And I said, you know what? I'll save when I'm debt free. Trust me when I say this, your emergency fund is your foundation for your entire financial life. Don't skip that part. It is so important to give you that stability and just consistency along that debt payoff journey. Now we have our third and final red flag. You sacrifice investing to pay down your low interest debt. So if you're listening to this right now, I think it's pretty safe to say that you're probably on board with the idea that investing is the best and fastest way to grow your retirement savings. And when it comes to saving for retirement, when it comes to just investing in general, time is your best friend. The more time you can allow that money to sit and grow, the more money you're going to have when it's all said and done. So you want to be investing as early as possible. If you're focusing on paying down debt that has a low interest rate, Uh, This could be things like mortgages, car loans, student loans. Mathematically, it just doesn't make sense to not invest at all and just focus on paying down your car or mortgage a little bit faster, especially if your job offers any type of match in their retirement plan, meaning that they're just going to give you free money to invest it. You can't pass up that opportunity. Now, all of this goes out of the window if you're talking about high interest debt. So if you have a credit card, which more than likely has an interest rate well above 20%, uh, I'm sure there's some of you out there who have credit cards with an interest rate that's near thirty percent. If that's the case, pause investing and focus on that because what you're doing is you're comparing how much money you could potentially earn by investing compared to how much money you could lose by paying interest. Yeah, there might be a year where the stock market does really great and you know you get like a thirty percent return. But on average, the stock market's not going to just keep doing that every year. you're probably looking at something closer to between seven and ten percent. so it makes more sense to pay down your debt where they're charging you 20 plus percent versus taking that money and investing it and hoping to get, you know, that seven to 10 percent range. All right. So those are three of the four red flags that Elizabeth mentioned in her article. I put a link in the show notes where you can go check out the full piece because I really recommend you go support her work and read the full article because there's another red flag in there that I think is worth checking out as well. Also, let me know your thoughts on today's episode. And if you, like me, ignored many of these red flags, I wanna know which ones you ignored and how did that play out for you? Because I can tell you, uh, it didn't work out great (laughs) for me. Uh, You can email me your thoughts on this at questions at popcornfinance.com or you can send me a DM on Instagram. Just look for Popcorn Finance Podcast. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.